Today's episode is brought to you in part by the fine folks down at Drift Outfitters in downtown Toronto, Ontario. Drift Outfitters is your source for all things fly fishing. From waders and boots to thread and feathers, Drift has it all. Check in on their website for the latest updates and policies regarding shopping during the pandemic. Curbside pickup for your online and phone orders is a great way to get the gear you need. And they're shipping for free across Canada on orders over 175 bucks. Visit Drift Outfitters com to learn more driftoutfitters.com Hello and welcome to another episode of SoFly. It is uh, April thirteenth. This show's coming out on the fifteenth, which is which is awesome. I've got to love a good timely, hot off the presses record. Uh, my name is Mitch. We've got uh, Aldo. Hey everybody. And Yilma's not with us today because he's actually in Greece right now, uh, wow. having some fun eating octopus and traveling around Greece. Um, but uh, we are joined by two very wonderful people. Uh, we do have two fellows that joined us actually on the trip we're going to be talking about today to uh, Long Island, Bahamas. We've got Dan, otherwise known as at Fly Inspired on Instagram. Uh, Dan's a wonderful filmmaker and one heck of an angler. Uh, you can watch all his content on YouTube under the name Dan the Fisher. Check him out because he's got like just tons of amazing stuff to watch, including actually part one of a trip video uh from the trip we're going to be discussing today which is banging uh we've also got roman otherwise known on instagram as fish fanatic underscore fishes on uh, roman grew up fly fishing in south africa but has since ventured all around the world fishing uh, he now calls hamilton home and spends a ton of his time chasing king salmon on his 26 foot trojan express that sounds <laughs> sick we got to talk about that uh beyond fishing in south uh, southern ontario though he does enjoy fishing the salts and embarks on journeys fish salt salt flats for bonefish quite often which is the fish of top today uh dan roman welcome to the show guys thanks for having us thank you hell yeah thanks so much for coming on it's good to see you guys it's been a week <laughs> yeah, we had such Having a great time down in the bahamas having yeah. withdrawals already oh, i know eh? like man like what a what a crazy beautiful place that is you know to mm. go from there to actually when we were flying in i mean we're gonna talk about all this stuff but like when we were flying back and we were like coming over ontario it was like the craziest starkness difference between the bahamas color palette from yeah. the sky yeah i don't know if you guys noticed but it was like tropical blues leaving bahamas and then it's just like brown, <laughs> <laughs> you know? all brown. yeah at least we didn't see all white because then it would have been like we're too true far we got true, yeah. true. <laughs> For sure. yeah that's a good point awesome. mitch like i mean i remember when dan put the when we were sitting beside each other on the plane back to Toronto and Dan, you know, put the window down. And then the next time it came up, it went from blue to brown. And I was like, wow, that's depressing. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, Um, I I love coming home. I'm just saying that, you know, this time of year, there's no snow and there's no grass. So there's no, there's no color right now. You know, it's just such a difference, you know, wow. What a a place, but. Um, yeah, why don't we just like, I think today, like, so what we're going to do is talk about, obviously we, we took a trip 
quite recently, like last week, down to uh, Long Island, Bahamas, uh, to fly fish with Fly Fishing International. Uh, we also had Gil and uh, and Mark Parr uh, on on the trip, of course. Uh, those two are still down in the Bahamas right now, fishing and having fun. So uh, they're not on the show today because they're just still fishing the flats. But um, yeah, it was an amazing trip. It was uh, it was successful. There was lots of fish caught, lots of fun had. Um, so I think today what we're going to do is just go through the trip, kind of talk about the, uh, you know, the adventure and, uh, and then we'll do some Mitchie's Fishies five. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do we want to start this? Dan, like we traveled down together, me, you and Aldo. Roman, mm-hmm. you were down there. When did I, you get there? You were there a few no, days ago. I actually was in Andros and, um, I got down to Andros kind of mid, mid March and, uh, Kind of uh, when I was down there, I got word from Dan that uh, hey, he's going to be heading down to to Long Island, and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. He says, you know, they got they got uh, space for, for one more, right? And I was like, um, um, yeah, of course, I think I'm going to go and uh, to join you guys over there. I'd love to fish with you guys, and uh, so we actually made our way across to Long Island. I think about a week before you guys arrived. And uh, I, w- I was kind of tasked okay. with scoping out all the good fishing spots before the guys got there. So, which I, which I enjoyed. Oh, well, thank yeah. God you did. <laughs> thank God. Oh, yeah. So, I found some good spots. Roman, I mean, I, you know, Dan shoots for Fly Fishing International. Obviously, Fly Fishing International is a, mm-hmm. a, a sponsor of ours. But how do you, how did you meet everybody? Well, it's, it's mostly through Dan, right? And I have, I have Dan to thank for that. Um, uh, just I, I know Dan, you know, on the local scene here on Lake Ontario, right, where you know we hunt, hunt salmon all, all summer long, and um, and of course mm. I've just been uh, an avid fan of Dan's content that he, that he puts out there. It's just he's so talented. Um, so uh, they, you know, you know, just through through him, and then he, you know, I think at one. But a couple of times before he's mentioned, you know, he's, he does work with this, you know, the, with Gil and, and what he's doing at the fly fishing side. And fly fishing's always been kind of my, uh, it's very close to my heart as far as the sport's concerned. I grew up doing that, right? That's how I, you know, started fishing and when I was fishing in South Africa. And um, so, you know, it was, and I go to the flats every year minus the COVID years, right? So, um Right. Uh, yeah. So you know, when, when Dan said, "Hey, you know, there's a, there's an opportunity to, to you know to, to join join you guys over there in Long Island," and I was like, yeah, "Of course, I'd love to." Um, and kind of, yeah, I made my way over there. Um, and, and and Dan and, and Gil was was awesome enough to you know to to host host me and you know and it said, "I can come over. There's lots of space." Um, so yeah, it was just it was it was awesome. I just I loved I loved it. I loved every second of it. It was. I, I can't stop thinking about it. I dream about it still. It's awesome. I just see those blue colors when I go to close my eyes. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's a special place. I love the salt flats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. I mean, that's that's quite the sweet trip, though, like coming from Andros to Long Island. I mean, just kind of hopping around the islands, fishing fishing bonefish. That's that's a, that's an awesome way to start, you know, a trip in Long Island. Yeah, no, it's... Fishing no, on Andros. I couldn't, have, I couldn't have asked for a for, for better outcome, right, for, for that trip. And I'm fortunate enough where I was able to extend my, you know, my, my, my holiday because I can, I can work remotely with the type of work that I do. So, yeah. um, yeah, it was, it was a no brainer for me. It was, yeah, I'll see you in, I'll see you in Long Island guys. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, 
Aldo and I, like, we met up at the airport, and then we met Dan once we got through security and stuff. I mean, like, I think part of the cool thing about this trip was, like, um, Aldo, like, I didn't know any of you guys, you know? We were kind of just, like, going into a blind, like, I'm sure they're great, but what was cool (laughs) was everybody was, that's kind of the cool thing about this, too, right? Like, you do these things, you take a chance, you're like, yeah, let's just see what happens, and it's like, you meet, like, super cool people, you know? And it's like... That was that was really neat working that out because we got to the airport, met Dan. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be great." We're chatting about fishing, you know, blah blah blah. Uh, just stoked and all good times. Uh, hopped on the plane and, and got. We got to, there uh, so early, Mitch. <laughs> to the airport, yeah. yeah. Super excited. We were like, I know, I'm always. We were like, yeah, exactly. we we're so excited, just like drinking mimosas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eating bacon. Eating yeah. bacon, and then and then yeah, our flight was packed, man, on the way there. Yeah. Remember mm-hmm. how hectic it was? Like mm-hmm. it was just Baggage. like pretty hectic. Yeah, she was like, "You kids. can't carry that on." I'm like, "The other person said I could carry it on." <laughs> like this 400 kids on the flight. I'm like, oh, God. just screaming and freaking out. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty hectic. Yeah. But I mean, when we got to Nassau, like that was that was great feeling, you know, because we landed in Nassau and then the next day we were catching a flight to Long Island, which was like on a tiny little plane, but. That was awesome. Like we went to that bed and breakfast and that wicked compass point restaurant was like right down the street. Mm-hmm. And that place was yeah. awesome. We just sat there for like eight hours drinking <laughs> beer. <laughs> and, it was one and, of the best. Yeah. It was so just, good. It was, it was a cool way to like, yeah, start, you know, the Andros was kind of the same thing in the sense that there's that, there's that first night layover. Cause all those little Island hoppers leave in the morning. I think right. it seems to be that way anyway. And my two times I've been to the Bahamas, um, and yeah, it was cool. Like me, Dan, Mitch, we're all just like getting to know each other and like at this like awesome beachfront restaurant. And I was like, okay, yeah. well, welcome to the Bahamas. <laughs> but as, good as, as good of a place to like meet and introduce yourself to people is like literally sitting on like a beachfront <laughs> bar yeah. and watching the sunset and just, you know, yeah. shooting, shooting the breeze with some guys. Yeah. Yeah. Man. yeah. It, it was food, pretty cool. Drinking. It was an awesome um, start to it, man. Mitch, I know you weren't really, you know, haven't flown through COVID, really. Um, I got to go to yeah. Bahamas and Texas. But, Dan, have you been doing a lot of traveling for work or or was this like um, a first flight for you? This a was, first international um, flight in a while. This, this was the first international, uh, second international. So, I had actually done my first in two years internationally, uh, I think, in uh, early December, okay. late November, uh, to Belize. And, and that was like, it was a little bit of shell shock. Like, there was some some nerves going on that because it was like a totally different flying environment last time i flew it was like people were panicking and i'm sitting in an airport on like roatan in honduras (laughs) like oh you want to offer me a flight in three days perfect you need to cover all my expenses great having no clue that there's like the world's coming to an end yeah and uh (laughs) and like it was it just like it was like two two full spectrum you know ranges of of flight experiences but it's It's I'm I'm just glad that you know we're all back to being able to do some somewhat normal yeah. traveling again because it's mm-hmm. it's been a long time coming for you know ourselves and a lot of other people mm-hmm. that have been fired up to do you know fly fishing and traveling all over the world. Oh yeah, no doubt. No, it was great that we were actually able to just get out and do it. You know, like considering things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, getting outside of the country for the first time in a few years was a pretty wild, wild thing. You know, like sitting in a tropical destination. Like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's trippy. It's it super cool. Yeah, so we yeah. did that, and then we, you know, 
crashed pretty early, actually. I think it's the earliest I've ever gone to bed in my adult life. <laughs> well, we did. We crashed early, and then we woke up like half an hour later and put on <laughs> yeah. like country music. We had like a second win. And then I remember standing outside actually, like at night with the stars. And I think Dan, you said to me, you're like, man, it's so cool. Like you're like you're like, oh, I love these moments. Like when it's quiet, and it's just like I could take a second to be like wow, like how lucky am I, you know, to get to do stuff like this? I'm like, oh, good point, man. You know, mm-hmm. right at the start of the trip, it's like, yeah, you're right. Like this is, this is, this is sick. What yeah. a cool way to, to kind of start, put everything in perspective and kick things off. It can be very easy to forget um, where you're at and the opportunities you get to do yeah. in, in this environment, especially because you're very fortunate and, and things are, you know, you get to live that, you know, silver platter life for a very short period of time while you're on these location shoots. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's it's definitely good to humble yourself every once in a while and just like kind of like step back and be like yep okay this is uh you know this is we are very lucky and, and you know this doesn't uh this yeah. isn't just like a handout for just anyone right so we got to make mm-hmm. sure that we uh you know yeah do good work and, <laughs> yeah, and enjoy it like, to the fullest you know it's such a cool like thing to get ourselves into these positions you know where we like we're like you and i are standing outside like in the middle of nowhere in the Bahamas, you know, just like, okay, let's do this thing. And, and what a cool <laughs> yeah. way to start, we start off here. a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, then we crashed and, and, uh, Aldo and I snuggled up in bed there and, uh, <laughs> had a good sleep. And then, uh, thank you guys. <laughs> yeah, man. No, of course. Oh, of course. And then, uh, yeah. And then we crashed and woke up and caught the little, little plane, little tiny. There was like, what, 10 people on that thing. Yeah, like a little tiny little, little island hopper, you know, little zipper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. we had the, uh, like, the swimming pigs on the uh, the fin mm-hmm. of the plane, like the tail. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah, oddly enough, when we we're at the airport, uh, Prince's son was at the airport. How weird is that? Mm, like the one the guy, guy I the one guy I know in the Bahamas, which is our guide from Andros, his son's <laughs> there, sitting like, across okay, from you. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> what are the odds? Yeah, that was uh, hilarious, man. And then all of a sudden, you know, it was an hour flight, right? About an hour flight, 45 minutes, yep. and we landed in Long Island. At the wrong airport. Um, <laughs> yeah. At the wrong, at the wrong, at the wrong airport. <laughs> Very they, key they point. Fl- yeah. <laughs> they fly us an hour north, and uh, they're like, and we're like, we're at the wrong airport, blah, blah, blah. It all worked out. We grabbed yeah. the cab, and, um, and we were able to actually see the whole island right off the bat, because it's like an hour from yeah. top to tail, right? So hopped in a cab, yeah. and checked out the sites but i think when we we you guys were like okay meet us at max's conch bar which was like oh sick like what's going on here right like yeah. um <laughs> we pull up and we see everybody there and you know having some beers and like eating like conch salad and like good times and everything and kicking off and that was an awesome yeah. start it's like oh this is gonna be sick everybody was so cool we met everybody and everybody was just like in such a good mood <laughs> to get going you know that place was awesome Max's Conk Max's Bar. Max's Conk Bar yes. was awesome. It was a great first little intro. Roman, yeah. do you know much about uh, Long Island? Like, do you know the skinny on the, on like, you know, like how, how long, like, well, how, I mean, as the name suggests, it's long, but it's not a big yeah. island. It's about mm-hmm. an hour flight from Nassau. Um, do you know anything more? You're the Bahamas well, guy. You know? <laughs> Fun facts with Roman. Well, yeah, let's go. Roman. yeah, let's go. The, the, the little that I do know is, um, mostly like about the, the salt pans, right? And uh, there was a, a big salt company, I think Diamonds Salts or that um, Salt Diamonds or something like that, that used to mine uh, salt there back in, the, back in the day, I think in the 70s. And um, 
Okay. Uh, I'm not sure what happened, but so something happened in the 80s and that, that company, you know, went, went under, it was an American company and uh, what, uh, what, what was left behind was this uh, remnants of um, all of this, like, you know, la- carved out landscape of, of, of uh, salt pans that are kind of, and it's almost, right. you know, so you can, you can see them quite clearly if you look at a map of Long Island, especially on the west side. Um, you know, they're symmetrical and, you know, rectangular in size. And so there's, uh, you know, that's pretty interesting. And uh, uh, that's just kind of like nature's starting to take, you know, has, has just taken over again, right? And a lot of the bridges that supported right. those mm-hmm. trails and everything have um, collapsed or, um, or, 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 you know, have eroded away over time. But, yeah. Um, you know the the wildlife that just inhabits the, those areas now is, is is pretty cool and it's cool to see what's going on down there yes oh yeah, yeah. um so yeah. that was a, probably like the main and that was like a pretty big industry then on yeah the at one point eh? like those big yeah, salt it flats used to, it used to employ a lot of the you know the local bohemians there and uh bohemians yeah uh, pronounce it yeah and uh, yeah uh yeah and there's like even you know some of the the ruins, like at that one flat we went out on the west side with the boat, there's an old, uh, you know, rail car that's just left, you know, on the side there. Oh, wow. it's, uh, it's now forming, a, you know, some such structure or, you know, some coral and homes for some of the wildlife in the water. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and other than that, there is, um, it is a pretty long island, um, you know, for, uh, for, for the Bahamas and, um, yeah, uh, it has w- w- a main road that goes from the from the north to the south, <laughs> pretty much, and <laughs> one, one road, road. <laughs> you know, one. That's or, got or the road to a flat and then that place kind of thing, you know. But the one road that yeah. that exists there, and um, most of the infrastructure is built along that the main road. Um, and quite interesting compared to other islands that have been to the Bahamas, the Long Island has a kind of a hill or ridge, right? It has um, it has uh, some elevation, which you don't see a lot of in mm-hmm. the other islands, and um, on the on the east side. And I'm not too sure what 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 the you know the cause of that is. Maybe it's some you know some tectonic plate movement. I suspect, um, which has caused that ridge. Mm-hmm. And so on the east side of the of the island, you don't have much of a reef. It's kind of you know open to the Atlantic, and it's there's a lot of deep um, uh, uh, you know. Uh, Drop-offs and and it's, it doesn't take very long to get to get to get very deep on the, on the east side, whereas the west side is right. kind of more connected to that big reef of the Bahamas and, and it's more shallower, right? Right. So, yeah, um, it's kind of where where most of the flats are as well. Um, mm-hmm. um, that's pretty much what I do know yeah, that- about Long Island. Um, the the mountainy part yeah. like you're talking about is a is a good point because like shout out to Rami and like his wife and his and his little son too <laughs> these those guys were down there as well visiting uh, and uh, they were staying at like a cottage that was like on a hill, like a hill proper on hill the like they must and have been at the highest yeah. point they yeah must have been I, think, I think you're right <laughs> yeah. yeah their view was crazy like it was yeah. so cool yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah and like, what fun. else is if we can? You know, it's a sparsely populated island. Um, yeah, it's very chill, here. very chill. It's like cottage country, it's like, right? Like, yeah. it's like cottage like. country. Yeah, yeah. There aren't yeah. resorts really. There's a, you know, we're close to where we were. There's the marina. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the north end, there was that bougie Sorry. resort that we had lunch at one day after, you know, um, yeah. which I would love to stay at. Oh, it's um, the place was by Tony Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we saw that Tony more Hawk. On, more on that later. And, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, like, it's a really chill island. Like, it was really cool. Like, it was really easy to get yeah. around for a DIY trip. Like, I mean, I don't know. It was one road. You can't really get no. lost. <laughs> yeah, very calm, very chill. Like, first impressions were definitely like, well, Gil was like, Gil had been down there for a couple weeks, and he was like, I saw him first and he was like he's like man like time stands still you know how people say that it's like i've never experienced a place like that it truly was like that you know it was just like very calm (laughs) you know i felt like immediately like relaxed uh because it's just yeah it's quiet and and there's not like you say not a lot going on just enjoy nature basically is like the the itinerary Uh, Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah no it was a it's an interesting place for sure so yeah we Uh, get there We eat some conch salad and then, you know, meet Roman and, and Mark and, and see Gil. And, and then we're off to the house. The house is awesome. It's right on the beach, you know, mm-hmm. uh, more or less overlooking the, the beach, which is really, really cool. Um, we're yeah. close to Dean's Blue Hole, which is the second deepest. Second deepest. Yeah. Yep. Blue Hole on earth yeah yeah what is it 600 and 662 feet or roman what, what was the meter John? i can't remember that meters yeah wow it's crazy it's deep. That's so deep. <laughs> it is straight deep. down yeah. straight yeah. <laughs> that's cool there's a there's a free diving platform on it it seems to be a little bit of a an attraction Seven. for people to come in yep. so we were like within walking distance of it and um you know actually dan roman and i on the last day went snorkeling there and that was super cool watching the fish so cool. Um, checked it out man. yeah i was checking it out so really cool place to stay and and we get there and you know roman and mark fire up the grill and all of a sudden we're grilling up snapper that you guys caught off the beach the night before <laughs> what a what Fresh a welcome snapper. did you guys oh, see yeah. my video is it pitching or yeah that's that's a view. Yep. Yeah. yeah we could see it yeah so yeah if, you, if you're listening to this go to youtube and, and yeah. watch this on youtube because roman's sharing some shots throughout and and you'll see yeah the view from our like cottagey house was unreal like we were on a beach (laughs) and it was just like it was just little sandy traily road you know big front lawn driveway like the house was awesome by the way it was like yeah a bunch of bedrooms bathrooms like big kitchen like beautiful Mm -hmm. big outdoor cooking fire pit thing Mm -hmm. uh which is where they cook the snapper but yeah the view is just ridiculous like look at that yeah i remember sitting there actually on the porch drinking coffee looking at that just like damn like this is (laughs) this is sick man I think he said it like when we got there in NASA, you're like, why do we live in Ontario? <laughs> or at least in January. <laughs> why do we live where there's snow? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I see why snowbirds snowbird. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. 100%. And so yeah, that was like really we, cool. Uh, ate that delicious snapper up and, and just like it was just like all smiles and like, oh, okay, here we go. Like get ready to go fishing because then we, we got geared up and we actually went and hit the water for a few hours, right? And that was the salt flat. The first. The pan. Yeah, place, the salt pan. The pan. Team, right? the yeah, so pan. this is like one of those things that you were talking about, Roman. When those 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 salt pans that uh, are now just like nature's kind of taking them back, and they're full of full of fish, bonefish. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, this it's an interesting place, right? Because it's uh, it supports. It looks. It seems to be almost a perfect nursery for for uh, a lot of the the, the juvenile bones, right? Uh, they they. Mm-hmm, right. Um, they have access to, you know, uh, easy food. 
and it, there doesn't seem to be a lot of predators uh, in the water. I saw a lot of osprey. Yeah. Oh, wow. No. There was osprey everywhere yes. we went in, in, um, on Long Island, mm-hmm. um, which, uh, yeah. which is typically a sign of, you know, uh, of a very healthy, of healthy, you know, uh, you know, ecology, you know, wild, wild and, um, and then it's fish population. Um, so yeah, yeah, the, the, the salt pans is kind of, you know, uh, they've got a few channels where, which, which lead into them and that kind of, uh, you know, replenishes the water in the systems and they, they seem to be on their own, uh, tide schedule as well. Um, you know, as they drain and fill into each other, I think so it's really difficult working out the, or challenging, I should say, working out the tides and then, um, and, yeah. uh, yeah, so it's, uh, pretty cool. A lot of them are kind of, you know, soft and you got to kind of, uh, you know, figure out the, the trails mm-hmm. and which ones are, you know, uh, weightable or not. And, um, right. but yeah, it's, uh, it turned out to be a really special place where, um, it, it yes. seemed like in the, you know, in the early, early evening hours uh, or, or last light hours, they, they would, you know, um, they would, they would kind of turn kind of on and show on. themselves and, in like, you know, uh, anchor high water, you know, you'd have tailing fish and the yeah. you know, schools that are smaller schools that are spread out on the, on these, on these, uh, salt pans. And, um, yeah, 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 exactly. Just to have a go at tailing I mean, fish is, we, is, is, you know, is yes. a, is a, is a bone fisherman's dream, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 100%. 100%. That's the goal. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we roll up to the park, park the cars, and there's a beach break with a, with a, is it safe to say a river? The, like a channel that, you know, feeds the, a channel that feeds mm-hmm. the salt pans, but we, we roll up on the beach. The beach is gorgeous. The little channel is like an unbelievable color of blue. And then you follow yeah. the channel over little walking bridges and stuff, and walking to the pan was like this transportation in another world. Mitch is like, what the fuck? Like, I think you turned to me, Mitch. You're like, can you believe that we're in the Bahamas yeah. right now? <laughs> and I was like, I can't because the colors are all so different. And that's no, yeah, it's crazy. And uh, you know, I think we were there for like what, uh, 15, 20 minutes, Mitch, before we started seeing tails. Before we started seeing fish, yeah. And like Dan, yeah. like, what was your first impression of this thing? Because you you threw the drone up, right, just to like get some footage of like the topography of the land and stuff like that. But like, what were your first impressions of just the place we were? I was I was pretty impressed. I mean, like I've I obviously I've done a couple of other shoots with uh, uh, Fly Fishing International and done a couple of different uh, bonefish locations, including Andros. But it was just like this really unique space where it was like usually you see these flats that are super long and like I don't know. There's something super defined about the flats, especially when you set the drone up. You're just like this is like this. I don't even know how to get it's just like a box it's like a sand pit that's just got yeah bonefish that at any point in time they could just roll up like the school could just be there and um the first day I sent up the drone I found a school of bones I think there was like three or four on the pan over that uh Roman had actually scouted out uh, in days prior but had found out that it was really soft bottom so we weren't able to right. access it um yeah. but then as I booted over back to the pan that we were on I think I found a couple more, but they were moving really aggressively, like a little bit quicker. Yeah. But um, it was just crazy because, like, I mean, the whole experience of seeing it happen, like, you know, Roman and Gil were, like, really talking it up. They're like, man, it, it, yeah. it happens. Things happen at these pans. And, like, we were like, we're not seeing it. We'd seen a couple of tails. And then, like, 
what did it crack like six seven o'clock the sun started to get yeah. like you know like that you look at your hand and the sun's like at the top and yeah. um all of a sudden it's just like mark i'm like i walk one way and mark holds his ground and then all of a sudden the school just works up to mark and he's like he's on first bonefish yeah. for mark he's stoked we're all stoked and then yeah. it was just like everyone's on like everyone's yeah. moving a fish or working a tailing <laughs> yeah. fish there's a v wake there there's a school there and you're just like where did these fish come from oh yeah man like there's mark's first fish like look how stoked mark is there i hold this first bone fish ever <laughs> should be noted he landed that fish with no handle on his reel no real <laughs> yeah. handle the real handle yeah. broke wow. believe it or but not just I, like, don't, I don't know if you guys heard but uh sage ended up responding to that 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 post i put up yeah, and i don't know I what wondering. they've done since then but i think they might help mark out with a new handle so oh that's awesome <laughs> that's, awesome. that's <laughs> hilarious oh that's Shout good out to sage that's awesome it. shout out to sage well, um but yeah, all of a sudden, there's six of us on one flat. Like that's you know that's a lot for it's a lot of people for yeah. a flat, you know. But it those pans it doesn't seem to matter. You know we're on a, a good school of them, and everyone was landing fish. Mitch, you landed yeah. your first bonefish. I landed a fish. I Dan did. landed a fish. Roman's Roman, got a fish. Roman guided me. Roman guided me into my first bonefish. That was mm-hmm. was it just a little guy, but there was like a you know a, a pod of fish and. And uh, Roman was like, "Yeah, do this, do that," and boom, we got him. That was it. Was awesome. It was such a cool moment. Mm-hmm. We we should just call Roman was legit. He was he was coach. He was coach Roman. Yeah, coach he was Roman. our, Je- he was our Jedi, Jedi he was master. Je- <laughs> he was definitely the Jedi, Jedi master, hundred percent. Yeah, the Jedi of the of the salt pan. I love that. Yeah, it. yeah it was it was a really it, it's really, it was a really special. cool like first it's first really trip out. See someone catch their first barn fish, right? And just to go through that experience yeah. and uh i've um, i've done it with some other people oh, yeah. too some other friends and you know i introduced my brother to 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 bone fishing the salt flats too so and uh, he's been hooked ever since yeah. he loves going down there um so yeah, yeah. Uh, how can you not uh, to, you know, to, <laughs> yeah and um, i mean in mark's case uh i was like i was uh i was pretty uh, uh I was pretty shocked actually. I was impressed with him with his abilities to to land that fish without a handle on his reel, and but that's actually my fault because <laughs> yeah. I think it was a day or, or two days before you guys came. Mark was already there, yeah. and I think it was his first full day there. I took him out on the boat, and yeah. we all had our rods down in the boat. You know, you know where our, our rods were, but the handles were facing towards you know the driver's seat, and I I was yeah. on the back, and then I. St- Step down funny or lost, you know, my balance a little bit. And yeah. that's when his handle broke. I actually broke his handle with my foot by stepping on his reel. Yeah. Oh, oh no way. Sorry. I know. <laughs> oh, man. I was on the first day before you even started fishing, right? So. We love it. I was like, yeah, to take my Does Mark know this or is this like, is this the admission now? Like, is this coming out now? Mark's listening like, what the hell? I offered to replace it and everything. So, yeah. <laughs> I think it was cool that he landed it with that the thing, man. You just made for like a cool story, and like Mark was so stoked about it, and like it was a great fish that he got with no handle. I mean, yeah. it was a beautiful <laughs> fish. And yeah, Roman, man. you took a stellar oh, photo yeah, was... <laughs> with, the, yeah. with the sun with the sun <laughs> the lighting. Sun, I mean, yeah. that photo you showed a little bit earlier. Again, if you're watching this on awesome. YouTube, you can see that. But um, you know, you like the fins just uh, light up. You know what? It, it was, it was just, just the light, right? It, you, you could not take a bad photo mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Because here's one of Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> the sun was so beautiful. I know, like the sun behind my head was just like, oh, 
Yeah. Like, yeah, so, but again, Jim, that's a, it's a great picture holy, of Mitch. Holy Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> seeing it. Uh, that was awesome. But yeah. But it was a great, that was a great first day. That was a great, like, that I remember like, oh, going back to the fish. house and, yeah. yeah, sorry, Mitch, you're like, yeah, we all got fish. And I just sitting yeah. there, I was like, wow, what a day. I did yeah. have a question though for you, Mitch, like, because you got, yeah. you remember we were first on that little, there's that little jut of jut of like land or sand, like a little sandy yeah. bar with the little mangroves on it. Yep. And at the tip of that, you're standing on. There's like a bone tailing in front of you. Yes. That was like you were oh, there man. again. That's what when I think of that that first 15, 20 minutes, I was just like, oh wow, there's already a tailing fish right in front of this guy's face. What was going through yeah. your head at that moment? Like, what is that feeling? Well, it's kind of like it's like oh, there we go. There's uh, a picture. Of the uh-huh. <laughs> There, yeah, boom, there it is. I've never fished bonefish before, right? And like I've only, I've always heard like, okay, hey, look for tails. You know, it's hard sometimes to see them and and all that stuff. And I think like as anglers, we often get like super excited when we see like a rock or like a, a weed move. We're like, holy shit, it's a fish. You know, so it's like I think like when I was calling fish, I was like trying to be really careful <laughs> about calling them because I was like, ah, it's probably not anything. And people are going to be like, oh, this guy's just seeing like sticks. And he's like, holy shit, a fish, you know, first time fishing bonefish. But then I saw, I did see tails and I was like, I was like waiting for a second. Like you, you start getting the heart going, you know, you're like, holy shit, this tail. And it's like so exciting to see an actual fish tail. And then I saw the fish turn and I saw its dorsal fin and its back and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's 100% a fish. And that's when I was like, oh, no, there's a fish like right there. Like, <laughs> and I was like freaking out, right? I'm like, okay, we got to try to make this cast, you know? And of course I messed it up. Like I, I spooked them or something like that, you know, like casted it right at them and they just took off like a jet. But even just seeing the fish tailing is like, oh, bone fishing. I get it now. Like it's so active. And even just the, the act of seeing fish is mm-hmm. almost as rewarding as like catching them, you know, like how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think you put it. Somebody put it this way, you know, when we're fishing here, let's say you're fishing. Well, this is what you guys are doing, like uh, you know, fishing the big water, or even fishing a yeah. lake, you know, you're casting a lot, and that's how you're searching. Yeah. Whereas, like, you might not, ca- you might cast three times a day, like yeah. bone fishing, or three times in a session. Yeah. Let's just say, let's say, you know, whatever. Right. You, but you're constantly fishing, quote unquote, with yeah. your eyes. Like if you're, right. if you're, you, you got your, you have to be dialed and you're scanning constantly and you're trying to understand where the tide's moving, the wind's going, or, you know, like Dan, you were saying, like if you see a push of a V wake or you see a tail, that's how you're fishing. You're not casting yeah. constantly like we do, like fishing for pike yeah. or something, you know, but it's like, it's a whole different way of being engaged, you know? Yep. Yeah. Very 100%. often. Yeah. That makes any sense. You get, you get one. Maybe two and maximum three casts yeah. at one other fish, right? So you, you're, you're really right. trying to, like, you know, to your point, although you're trying to optimize and almost mentally prepare for that one, maybe potentially two casts that you're going to get a chance at catching mm-hmm. a, a, you know, a passive yeah. fish because that moves so quick. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can only get so close to them. And I've tried mm-hmm. chasing after one. You know, many fish you just can't catch them they just yeah yeah they take off they just yeah. take off yeah when they're on when they're yeah. going they're you going to right, yeah. see on next bone fish right it's just you don't know yeah maybe yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why you chase them because you're like, oh God, I don't know when I'm going to see another one. So you're just like, <laughs> yeah. please come back. <laughs> Seize the moment. Yeah. Yeah. But I think what you learned too, like, I think what I learned, Mitch, with that first fish, 
when you laid that cast mm-hmm. down. I don't think it necessarily spooked that fish. I think you spooked the six <laughs> fish we didn't see around it. And then we all started yes. realizing, holy fuck, yes. there are, <laughs> there are way everywhere. more fish in front of yeah. us than we than we yeah. realize, you know, they're mm-hmm. everywhere. Well, you see and the push like, of water. And I think like, Mark was like, they're <laughs> everywhere. They're <laughs> everywhere. It was like an aliens, an aliens movie. They've got us Mark. surrounded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark was freaking out. He was, he was like, so fired up. <laughs> Literally. Cause he was seeing all these fish, man. Mm-hmm. He was yeah, the first one to get like, the shot at them too. Like the school must've yeah. just been working from where, cause like he was the furthest one out of all of us. And like mm-hmm. it must have been just the schools making passes by him because it was just like he moved, right. moved his first mm-hmm. one and then it was just like packs after packs of turbulent water and we're just like oh yeah. my god this is, they weren't lying <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, true exactly <laughs> um it. cool and that was day one and then uh, day two day two was our day northern is when, adventure yeah we actually headed north to fish some some of the like ocean flats I guess is what maybe you'd call them and. And uh, you, you two, you you guys went up to uh, a different flat. And we we were kind of, it was kind of like a reconnaissance day, right? Like we were looking for trying to find the best water. And uh, Aldo and I, you guys dropped us off at like this flat that was beautiful, like crazy beautiful. And uh, it it uh, it turned. Here's the skinny on it, basically, like from my <laughs> terrified of sharks point of view. I didn't know I was scared of sharks. Uh, I'm scared of sharks, and I'm fine. I found out. that out. Then. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm not gonna be scared of sharks. And then I, and then we were like, we get into the water, you know, we're having fun. We, it was a little deeper than maybe we like had thought the sand was a little bit hard to walk on mm-hmm. uh we're like well let's see if we see fish i make a cast at something aldo thought he saw and you did see a fish and make a cast catch something we think it was a bonefish because we kind of saw it and then it's just like smoked by a cuda and i'm like holy shit uh a and big I, barracuda saw too big barracuda just <laughs> take it and and then it goes to, to our left 50 feet and then like splashes around and eats this fish and we're like uh i'm like I'm like, man, saltwater fishing is a blast. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, that that's exactly, that's yeah, Roman's got a picture yeah, so up where we were, we're in walking man- in. In a mangrove-surrounded flat, gorgeous flat. But like Mitch gorgeous said, flat. I think had we had a boat or a stand-up paddleboard, it was just a, the tide was a little bit higher than I think yeah. we were all yeah. expecting. So we were kind of waist-deep yeah. at this point. I don't know if you guys know this <clears throat> internet land. Mitch and I aren't the tallest people <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Roman no. is Roman. You would have been just fine. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I was up to my neck. I was up to my neck in water. I'm like I don't know about this, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> it's like floating. But there was tons of life in that little bay. Like that's why. Yeah, if you had a boat or you were on top of the water, I mean, dang. Like we saw a sea turtle looked at us. He kind of winked and then just dipped. Uh, yeah, we saw like a huge pot of bait fish kind of moving around like a cloud. And then yeah, after the barracuda ate my fish, we saw like three sharks swimming at us. Mm. Uh, and, and I'm like, I don't know about this. Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if, yeah, the sharks were moving in, so we kind of moved out. And honestly, even if yeah. they weren't being, they were kind of being a little squirrelier than the ones I was encountering. I think that cuda probably like yeah. fired them up. Yeah, for sure, the blood yeah. in the water. Um, but the yes. um, the lemons and like, if I'm going to pair again, I have I can only compare them to Andrews because it's the only place I've been, but. You know, I was walking, Yelma was walking alongside <laughs> lemons and, you know, uh, I'm not saying we weren't aware of them. I just, the way Prince made them sound was like, you know. Yeah. Again. Like, They're not going to mess with you. Yeah. Not really. But, you know, the blood's in the water, you're waist deep, you're like, 
waiting's tough. You know, it was just a tough fishing spot. So we're like, well, let's just, you know, back out and just kind of like regroup on the, on the shore. And, totally. And, um, and, and yeah, I mean, by that time, like you guys are pretty much done at your spot as well. And, and we met up like a half hour later and you guys found a great spot. So like, where, where did you guys go? What happened that morning? Dan, you can tell a story. You want? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, we, we rolled Take up to a spot. I believe it was literally just north of where you guys were. So, like, you guys were just, like, on, on the inside of a bay just south of us. Um, right. And we got out there. We were going to shoot some drone. Didn't work out well. We were kind of in the airstrip zone, so it didn't. Right. That kind right. of fell apart right away. But <clears throat> the, yeah. the, the tide was right. Tide was still high. Uh, we walked up upwind. It was it was gusty winds for the most part um so we yeah. walked into it and then as we were walking up to get to the top of the flat um we spotted two bones and we were like oh that looks good so you know good two good sized uh, bones uh roman had a shot at them we come a little bit short it was awkward because they were blasting the same way that we were moving so we just couldn't get to them um yeah but it was a good sign for us and then we got to the top of the flat walked our way oh, yeah. down it's a nice looking flat and um and it was the perfect flat too like there was lots of like the tide when it's high it gives it about a foot or two in those mangroves that you're seeing in the picture there like okay it was, yeah. it was the perfect bonefish flat um and those two fish that we did that we did see were literally rolling out of those mangroves okay um, yeah so they were in the cover yeah it was it was textbook bonefish environment um walking back down now um, we walked a bit, we saw Kuda. Roman had a sweet encounter with, um, Roman, what's that turtle's name from Nemo? Uh, what's his name? Squirt. He <laughs> squirt, found Squirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> squirt gave Hilarious. him a wink like, uh, like yeah. Mitch's turtle and, uh, made his way on. We saw, I think one or two, we saw a huge lemon shark and then a smaller one on the inside of the fly, like inside of me. And, okay. um, and then once we got kind of closer to the end of our walk where we walked in, uh, we we had a shot at I think one good bone. I had a quick shot at it, just wasn't having any of it straight by it. And then it came up and around and actually gave Roman a shot yeah. too. Um, I don't I, Roman, did you get he, a chance at him? Uh, not, not really. He was like, he was pretty much on the move um, after you kind of you had a shot at him. And I'm surprised because he yeah he was interested in your fly, but he just didn't want to he didn't want to commit to it and uh, kind of took off. Right. Uh, a, a bit of a long way around uh, in the mangroves, and um, I think it was a bit just too far for me to get a shot. But I got a I got a good look at it. Um, yeah, it was a nice nice size point. It's, um, but, but it was definitely a lot easier yeah. to wade on on that section of the flats. We were mm-hmm. um, I suspect yeah. over where you guys were in that. Um, yeah, there was like yeah. a there was like a huge. Uh, defining detail for our uh like the flats that we had fished and we'll have a great the afternoon story will will be the pinnacle of this detail but like you either had um you know decently hard bottom um you know flats where you could walk and not sink in or you were in like sinking sand and and in some cases we literally had spots where we were sinking up to our thigh like our sweet and yeah, sours were legit. like literally hanging in, yeah. in the salt, in the sand, yeah. you know. So yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, prescribe to ever walk a flat like that ever again. No, in my no, lips. No. Nor should anyone. Unless you, it's like you know, physical punishment, right? Of you know, personal 
torture. You uh, <laughs> just like in your struggles. Or you, you're planning to be an astronaut, well, that was... you know, and he, he, caught, he caught it like the, the, the new <laughs> yeah. surface, right? It was just like, whoosh. Every step was, oh my God, yeah. was brutal. And, Up yeah, and down. I think I clocked, I clocked about 100 kilometers of walking on my total time in the Bahamas. Now there's time. Wow. Yeah. No way. Wow. That's so, crazy. Well, hey, you know, I mean, you're just walking right? giant yeah. flats. Like, I mean, it is basically just walking, like, is yeah. what you're doing, right? All like, day. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, like, honestly, guys, that day, like, that afternoon, like, I think we probably walked on <laughs> a like, that freaking afternoon. <laughs> that, like, last flat. Yeah. Yeah. So, that last flat. Yeah. That last Oh, my was... God. Like, well, we went, we went and had lunch at that really nice Oof. resort. Uh, Shout out to Santa, Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Yeah. Um, Beach Resort. It was yes. awesome. Santa, it was a great restaurant. Santa Maria. I think it's called Cape. Restaurant was beautiful. Cape. Cape Santa, Cape Santa Maria. Maria. Cape Santa Maria. It, it, it was, yeah. honestly, yeah. I thought, that we, I thought we, 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 we entered into a, a magazine, like a, you know, one of those yeah. uh, sandals brochures, right? Like it, as you, as you it's drove like in, really it was perfect. <laughs> the palm trees were perfectly laid out, flowers. Perfect. Li- you know, lined. Flowers everywhere, you know, yeah. Birds, birds, birds chirping. Singing. The sand was the like. Nicest beach, nicest like the beach nicest I've beach I've ever seen, seen in my life. Like, perfect beach. <laughs> Oh my god! Food was yeah. amazing. Rum and Great rum food. punches. The drinks deadly. Oh, those the drinks dead, were deadly powerful. rum punches. Good <laughs> six ounces of punch. rum in there. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, maybe <laughs> yeah. Maybe slamming or maybe slamming rum punches and hitting the hardest walking flat ever in the hottest <laughs> bad sun ever was probably a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it was fun for lunch, and then yeah, then we we took off and and we found that flat that was close to the resort that looked amazing you know like it looked promising oh, there um, yeah there's roman's, roman's got a got picture up of like that yeah. the screened in kind of patio restaurant oh, yeah. oh man that was awesome i would go back there and just mm-hmm. hang oh, i'd love to go back for there 100 yeah, sure. yeah exactly a little little vacay with with a love like, with a loved one you know beautiful very romantic <laughs> it's beautiful oh yeah um, man Absolutely. But just pretty, don't fish that flat. Don't fish that flat, <laughs> like whatever you do. Afternoon. Or if you have a stand-up paddleboard. <laughs> don't do it. If you have a stand-up paddleboard, go yes. for it. Yeah. But if yeah. you don't, yes. don't. Um, well, yeah, there's more the of guys the thought they saw there. Tony Hawk. That was exciting for 20 minutes. Uh, it, was it wasn't was Tony awesome. Hawk. It was, um, it was not Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Although it would be amazing if it was. <laughs> it would have been. You guys come back, you're like, Oh, we saw Tony Hawk. We asked him. He's like, oh, I get that a lot. It's like, that is what Tony Hawk would say. Right? <laughs> like, look at that water, man. Yeah, it's just wild. unbelievably just blue. Just white, 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 white sand. White turquoise blue, blue. Sky blue. All the blues. And, like, um, the landscaping, too, was, like, impeccable. Like, if you look. Remember notch. the details inside the, the restaurant were just like, this place looks yeah. too clean. That's amazing. Yeah, it was perfect. I we, it so was like perfect. I could have stayed there. And we transported into this like the yeah. tropical, you know, the, the magazine perfect paradise. It's true. Resort. Yeah, yeah, like some sort of Hemingway-esque yeah. scene. You yeah, know? totally. And yeah, that was, it definitely felt like different from Long Island, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. obviously so like perfectly curated. Mm-hmm. And that was yeah. that was pretty much the day. We we had some hard fishing, hard walking. Um, Gil said he got some fish. I don't know if I choose to believe him or not. Mark got Mark got one. Mark did get Mark, Mark did get a fish confirmed. I flat. saw him do it. Um, yeah. Saw some more barracudas and we went home. Had had dinner, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then the next day was boat day. And then the next day was boat day. That's right. Which is super cool. So you can rent boats on the island and use them to get to flats, basically that are off shore or whatever. 
Yeah, um, it, it should be noted that uh, if you are not from the Bahamas or a guide, you cannot fish from the boat. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. That is specifically correct. for specifically for bonefish, which is an interesting rule. I understand why they do yeah. it. Um, because people are coming over and taking the industry away from locals, so that sucks. But if you right. yeah. want to fish for snapper, if you want to fish for sharks, barracuda, go crazy, rent a boat. But if you're, huh. but you can't pull a flat if you are not yeah. a guide. Even if you're yeah. obviously not charging for it, because we're we're all buddies, we're not charging. But we would use the, you know, Roman. I, I got to say thank you for being the captain. Um, Roman was driving yes. the boat and ferrying us from flat to flat, which was cool. Um, yeah, you know we walked a pretty sizable amount of <laughs> water that morning, Again, yeah, only to get back in. to the boat for lunch and have a school of bonefish be right by the boat. Sick. A crazy school. I, Remember that I, Gil and Dave, so we should say Dave Krasinski was on this trip too, of course. Dave and and uh, Gil and Dave got a double header and they were like screaming and hollering. And that's when you guys were kind of walking around, right? We, we walked back. And that's when we found that pod. Yeah, we're getting back to the boat. All I hear is double header. And I'm like, what? <laughs> we just ended up, we just walked for three hours straight, me, Mark, Roman, and Dan, only to get back yeah. to the boat. And there's a hundred bonefish in front of it with like mm-hmm. a you know, school of sharks, like hanging out and then everybody was hooked up. I think at one point, four people had bonefish yeah, on. unheard of. Yes. And you know what was kind of weird? And you know what was kind of weird? Uh, the sharks didn't seem to care. Like at one point, I actually saw one of the lemons chase one of your fish Leave. and turn away from it. I was like, what? What's with that? I was like, like why was, okay, what was you don't happening here? Like, you know, which was great. So the sharks weren't eating. So we just kept fishing. We're like, okay, let's just keep catching. It was fish after fish after fish. It was insane. Yeah. And as Gil said, like, he's like, well, this isn't bone fishing. Cause like, he's like, I want to spot a fish and sight it and I like, catch it. And we were kind of just casting into this like horde <laughs> of very willing fish. And just literally every cast was a fish. Just insane. It's not like we weren't spotting you know? them, like we were just spotting 50 of them at a time as opposed yeah. to just one. <laughs> totally. Very casual. Yeah, we were still spotting them. Yeah. Oh, but it was super cool. And yeah, everybody caught everybody caught a bunch of bonefish. And then I, after lunch, day. we kind of, Dan, you left. I did leave, to, yes. To Dan and Mitchie went back to the place. And Roman mm-hmm. and I actually spent the evening with Dave. Um, David is the editor in chief of Fly Fishing International Ma- Magazine, correct? The, that's Greg. That's Greg. Managing editor. That's Greg. Possibly. Oh boy. Should I find the details? You want Let's me to get the details up. on I'm, that? I'm pulling it up on Google right now. Okay, pull it oh, up. We're on pulling Google. it up right now, baby. But like, so but Greg's, Dave's super yeah, super cool. Dude. He's honestly, I I'd never met him. I'd have a couple of interactions with him, with him over like the past two years as he kind of got introduced to the FFR. Seemed like a really yeah. nice guy. Just never met. Like it's so funny, man. Like I literally just met Greg, the like the editor in chief for the U, like the U.S. side and all the Alaska stuff. Um, I met him in Belize for the first time. Like same scenario as you guys with us. I literally yeah. never met this human being. Neither did Gil. But they, he oh, yeah. was like he was. They were like it. It was it was a coolest thing though. Like same scenario. Perfect dude. Like super good company. Um, yeah, but it was like awesome. we were just like, all right, hey, how's it going? Let's go catch some fish. <laughs> let's go, yeah, let's go fish. So, okay, correction: Greg Thomas is the editor in chief of Fly yes. Fishing International Magazine. Sorry, Greg and Dave. Dave um, is it Krasinski? Is, Krasinski. Yep. Yep. Uh, is the editor. Um, Dave is a Michigan-based writer and photographer, and it was cool meeting him and um, and chatting about his uh, 
Well, his fly fishing life too. I mean, there's so many people on this trip who are just bouncing ideas off of. I think that's what was cool about this trip too. You know, like Dan Roman meeting yeah. you guys, like talking about everybody's fishing life and, and, and we're all, you know, Roman, you know, Dan, you're both creators and that's, that's cool. Bouncing ideas off each other. And yeah, well, anyway, I digress, but yeah, Roman and I had a, had an awesome, oh yeah. Oh my God. So Roman and Dave and I roll up on this flat. Roman's like, well, this looks pretty good. You know, we're on our Google maps and, 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 and I think we're in dead man's key proper right now. Um, yeah. And from the boat launch, it's like a barely a 15 minute run. And so we, it's the sun's now kind of dipping and it's getting to be the evening. And, and we go get into this flat. Roman, you know, shuts the engine off. We drift into an area to throw the anchor down, you know, and start walking the flat. It's not a big flat. So we were thought, you know, we didn't have a lot of time. So this would be kind of perfect. Roman launches the anchor and literally, like, basically harpoons a bonefish. And by that, I mean he spooks <laughs> a bonefish and a good bonefish. Yeah. Like, it, he it just drops an anchor on this bonefish's head. It's probably just like, what the? F-? You know, like, it shoots off, but then it. That's awesome. It, you know, Roman keeps an eye on it. It hits the brakes. And Roman's like, somebody got a rod. Anybody got a rod? Who's got a rod? And yeah. Dave's like, I've got the camera. Dave's like, I can't see the fish. Roman grabs his rod. It was like, it was all happened in like, I don't know, John Wick, like (laughs) reaction time. And Roman, Roman pulled off the exact amount of line he needed. Like, I don't know, sixth sense kind of thing. Puts a cast on it. The fish turns. And I remember Roman's in the water. I'm on the boat with the camera and I can see the fish turn to the fly. And I'm like, oh my God, this fish is going to eat. And sure enough, the fish eats. Roman goes tight and the line just goes Like this was a good fish. It was an amazing oh, scene. And within like five That's minutes, sick. we've got a really beautiful bonefish. So good job, Roman. Jeez. <laughs> That's wicked, bone. man. <laughs> yeah, what a what a what an epic yeah. like bonefish it's moment. Like, yeah. It was all, all my all my preparations and my life experiences with bonefish kind of led up to that moment where I could just act on instinct <laughs> and just do that in this yeah. like in one seamless motion almost. It seemed to feel like it was like bonefish somebody cast it's not going it's not running away okay yeah. where's my rod you know make that cast out and just you know to wow. make, make for that to happen it was it was really special i thought that fish was gone like when i saw it oh yeah, for sure when i almost almost hit it on the head with the anchor it did a, it was like it did a 180 <laughs> and for about six or ten feet it it went at full speed but then it stopped yeah. and i was like oh so it's not spooked anymore. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's when I realized, <laughs> oh, we have we have a chance at this fish, and yeah, I swear, and that yeah. was just like I don't know, it just happened so quickly. Like, all those things, it was just like you know, um, in the matrix, kind of slow mo. Like, yeah, get that right yeah, out, get that line off, off, make that cast. You have one shot, and make it count. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You did, man. Yeah. You did. You brought it home. And then uh, Dave got a few fish. Dave got a nice fish as yeah. well. And it was just a, you yep. know, that was the yeah, end of boat the, day. I boat think day you had was... a up on, at that spot. We could get it up. I did. And, uh, I think Dave yeah. was trying to hold up his bonefish to, to the drone or something like, yeah, like asking to the, to the guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, ah. I was like, just That's release awesome. it. Just release it. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. That was funny. <laughs> But that was a really nice evening, and then we, you know, went back um, to the place, and yeah. and that was just another day, uh, another day on Long Island. Mm-hmm. And then, actually, it went so well 
that Roman was like, you know, we're just going to get yeah, the boat again. Boat. <laughs> yeah, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we got the boat the next day. day of- and that day had no, the very next day it was Mark, Dan, um, uh, Roman and myself, and there was no wind. None. Yeah. It was hot. Hot. Calm, hot, but good, you know, good fishing. I, wasn't that the day Mark got like that beefer fish and Dan too? Dan got the yeah. fish actually. Dan, walk okay, us through, okay. walk us through that in. Let's hear about this bonefish. <laughs> yeah. The beefer. Um, yeah, I don't know. We, uh, we set out with a goal um yeah we we rolled up the boys let me drive the boat which was kind of like i don't know it was kind of like a subconscious like hope and dream i don't know why yeah but it just looked so cool like a flats boat and um oh yeah yeah so we we were we uh we got out to this huge huge flat like it was probably beautiful what like it had to have been at least a mile or two long like it was a healthy mm-hmm. like walk and right. we get out we're working but hard bottom like a nice walking flat which Right. Rare. You know, like you're saying, Dan, earlier, like not every flat is created equal is what oh, I learned yeah. on this trip. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was like coming from Andrews. I'm like, oh, everything is so easy to walk on. And but that's yeah. not the yeah. case at all. <laughs> it was intense. Yeah. I mean, we got really, really lucky. The tide was like pretty much perfect. It was like knee high water from from what I remember. And mm-hmm. we uh, we all just started walking our way down. And, and I, I chose a good line. I chose a really good line. Um, and I think. I think I got three or four good shots uh, at, at really quality bonefish, and I think it was it was the fourth, fourth or fifth bone. I it was like we got a lot of shots that day, and um, yeah. I think it's called the God. Look at that! It's called the fourth bonefish, the fourth bonefish of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, after making a few terrible mistakes, stripping the fly too quick, and the whole ordeal of everything that I could possibly do wrong, I finally plant a good <laughs> cast. Strip, strip, pause, let it sit, strip, strip, pause. I think on the second strip, strip, pause, it just fully committed and instantly just gone. Rods flying, reels flying. I'm freaking out. Like, I can't believe I just (laughs) connected with this fish. Up to this point, I had only seen, you know, bonefish, you know, pound and a half up to maybe three pounds. So I was like, this is a total different. It's a big fish. Yeah, it was a tank. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, if you're watching YouTube, you can see the fish up, right? I mean, it's a huge bonefish. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. And uh, if you six hate YouTube, pound, we'll, we'll post this as well because it's just a crazy fish. Six, six-ish, six, seven-pound-ish. Like, we were just seeing beefers that nice day. Fish. Like, we weren't seeing a lot of fish. We were seeing, a, but we were seeing fish, singles. but we were, every fish we saw were, like, two big ones, three big ones, yeah. one really big one. And, like, yeah. and then, yeah, Dan, you know, Dan put a dope cast on, on that one and... Kind of the same thing with the Roman's anchor fish. Yeah, you just yeah. knew it was yeah. going to eat. It was just it was yeah. coming to the fly like you're like that fish is eating. And Mark had a really cool. What what did he say? He was like, "That's your fish." He's like, "You can't, you couldn't not catch right. that fish." He has this yeah. theory that like there are these fish that we Destined. encounter in life. Roman, yeah. that anchor fish is a is yeah. a you did. You know, you could arguably say you did everything yeah. wrong and you yeah. still caught that Enjoy. fish. Like we rolled up on the flat, you threw an anchor on his head and, but then it still ate like that fish. What did Mark say? The fish chooses you. Like that was your fish. And Dan, that was your fish. You know, like that was that fish. It was, there was no way that fish wasn't eating. It ate. It was, dude, I think it took in your backing like two, almost three times. And like, it was just, it was awesome. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
that as it was wild. very 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 special moment for for many many reasons um mm-hmm. as any any good bonefish any bonefish in general uh you know holds that kind of special sentiment mm-hmm. sentiment to uh to to any angler but um just yeah. like a, a, an experience that i'll remember for the rest of my life and um it was a cathartic I, moment. We had, oh. we'd all, we'd spent like, it was like a full tea. Like Roman was spotting. I was on the camera. Mark was like also spotting yeah. and, you know, uh, and walking and, and, you know, when Roman spotted it and worked in through the cast and then we get it, the pictures, a video looks great. The fish gets released. It kicks off and we're just like, ah! we like, <laughs> we totally freaked. I feel like yeah. this is the moment where everyone like, you, we, were, we were talking about like holding your breath and like walking along flats and doing stuff like that. And like, I feel like that, that yeah. moment when the cast was made, everyone was just holding their breath. Yeah. Like yeah. we're all just like, is this, is this going to happen? Yeah. Is this like, is this yeah. going to happen? How many more shots are we going to get today? Like, is it happening on this one? And it <laughs> happened yeah. and everyone's like, <gasps> Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And then we had, <laughs> then we had lunch um, <laughs> it's funny the boat that we rented comes with a what is it called a, bi- a bimini or bim- like a, <laughs> what's the, the sunshade you know yeah. and yeah. we had eaten lunch the whole oh, like it had been release. 20 minutes of us eating lunch having a beer like talking about the fish and then like we're like fuck it's so hot if only there was a bit of wind or shade or something and then yeah. <laughs> like we're like oh yeah the boat has a sunshade full cover <laughs> so we like full had cover. eaten we had eaten lunch entirely and totally forgot that we could have been in the shade the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of funny. Just the and then we uh, there you go. spent the rest of the afternoon poking around that flat and then we went back to the, what I'll call Roman's anchor flat and nothing was really happening there. And, and then, so we just, we went home. Yeah. Took off. And that was. And then the, that's, that's almost the, the end, end right? Of the tr- then the rest of the days we're exploring. I mean, you guys went to Dean's Boo Hole and you snorkeled yeah, yeah. it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we we spent the last day pretty chill. Like we were pretty exhausted by that point. Like my feet yeah. were dead from sand fleas. Roman, you had walked a yeah. hundred kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you know, so that we slept in on the last day and and just kind of and plus there was so much cloud cover that we were like, ah, fuck mm-hmm. it. And we just kind yeah, of, yeah, we went to go see Dan, Dean's Blue Hole. Um, Dan, we went to the marina. You checked out the wicked charter boats. You got to meet a charter. Yeah, that boat you were on You got to meet crazy. a charter captain like, and check out the engine room and stuff. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, those boats are like a whole different caliber. Um, those, some of those boats are charter boats. Most of those boats were all privately owned. So, you know, very wealthy individuals okay. with, um, right. you know, hired captains and mates. And it was like, a, I think right. it was a 2018... Uh, Viking Express 52 or 60. It, it was yeah, a 52. 52. 52. 52. It had feet? 52 feet long. It was a, it it's was a, a huge boat, dude. Wow, that's <laughs> a big boat. It was a, fly, a fly, fly bridge with a tuna tower. Um, oh, that's sick. And it had yes. 4,000 horsepower of engines <laughs> underneath the cabin. So two 1950 uh, Caterpillar C32s. Um, Holy crap, just, that boat. And it's like, it's just cool to see it. I mean, like that's like industry standard oh, yeah. for Look most 
boats down there. The screens. Yeah. You know, a bit like There's three the the 14 inch Garmin screens at, you know, I don't know, twelve fifteen thousand dollars a go. It's like you got like yeah. f- almost 40 grand <laughs> screens yeah. there. Yeah, I can't even keep in mind. I don't know what it is US, but it was yeah. really cool. I mean, I, I don't know. I've, I've built this fascination behind like big, big sport fishing vessels and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. over yeah. the years. And it was just like I saw it and I was like, Roman, I'm, I'm going. I'm going on that boat. (laughs) And I know Roman's got a fascination behind that too. So it was kind of like we were both like goo goo gaga, like wow. Meanwhile, I have a fascination with food, so I'm just I'm just eating guac and chips (laughs) on the patio of the marina. Watching you guys nerd out. I love that. No, I mean and we you know what else was crazy was the the sharks there were humongous. So and that was jacks. pretty cool to yeah. see. There was, was all kinds of big fish. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, we oh, were yeah. seeing big trevally there. Big yeah. trevally. Oh, cool. Like, oh, That's cool. If only I had a papa. That was and actually scary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like if you fell in there, like you'd be toast. <laughs> and you'd be done in a second. I mean, if those sharks were hungry, which who knows? But like, it's just like there was like shark, and then like thirty seconds shark, and then another shark wow. shark, or like to be big. three sharks, yeah. and they're all Super just chilling. Active. Like it was incredible. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And then, you know, we we had lunch and it was a bit of a late lunch and the sun was we tried one flat close to the marina, but then we you know what? We all looked at each other and said one more night on the pan, boys. So we we drove to the um we drove to the salt Hit pan. The pan. Um and more or less like ended the way we began. Exactly. More or less like clockwork, like you said, that sun starts yep. dipping, the tails start popping and um, you know, we got into a bunch of fish again and it was, it was a really magical night. Like that little crescent moon over the flat while the sun was setting and Roman's got a bonefish and Dan's got a bonefish in his hands and the lighting was just awesome. Yeah. It was a great way to, to cap off the trip, you know? Yeah. yeah we were dancing in the moonlight. Yeah. Yeah, Dan we put on Dancing, Dancing in the Moonlight. In the moonlight. Yeah. It was the awesome. The tails were dancing. <laughs> on his phone. Yeah. yeah. The tails um, were dancing. Roman, what's like, uh, what's like, what's your favorite, like, what's, if you're going to take something away from this trip, like, what, what was like the kind of highlight for you visiting Long Island? Um, well, there was, there was, there was, there was the one moment, I think it was on the, the third, third day or the second day, right? That you guys were there and, we yeah. we had just had that hard day on, on walking on that boggy flat in the afternoon, right? And uh, on the way home, we stopped yeah. to get some some cold some some cold uh, cold water and everything. And I walked in walked into this like you know like the one kind of room shop, right? Store where it's just like yeah. maybe two aisles, and there was a fr- a freezer unmarked freezer in the back. And I went to to explore what was inside yeah. there, and then I opened oh, yeah. up this box in the freezer and. <laughs> There was like oh, these um, ice freezies, and I was like, oh, I could. Yeah. T- I need oh, an ice yeah. freezer right now, and I just grabbed four freezies <laughs> for us. And I, I remember sitting in the car like yeah, like kids, we were quiet, dead dead silent, all sucking on yeah. freezies because <laughs> we were just like so easy that day. Steve and jumbo just small freezies, things like yeah. that, First, right? Yeah. That kind of those little moments. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, like. Yeah. Not necessarily catching a big fish or or tailing fish in the in the, in the moonlight and things like that. It's just you know just uh, meeting new people, experiencing you know going through hard times and going through the the good times as well, right? And uh, 
So it's those little moments yeah. that I appreciate in life and I cherish. Yeah. I love that. That's great. I love that. That's so It good, was a man. funny moment. We were all just, we, we were like, yeah, you know, this was like a foot long yeah. freezy. And we were just so Jumbo hot freezes. and thirsty. And we're just like. Roman's driving. We're, we're all just like, like You're right. Like we're like five years old again. Just like. Yeah. Everyone went quiet too. Like we're all just like in our yeah. zone. <laughs> good call on those freezies, Roman. That, that was a MVP good, good memory. Coach, Coach Dan, Roman. Uh, how about you, man? Um, how about you, Dan? Like, what if you were to pick like a highlight? <sighs> highlight of, um, I think the highlight of the trip. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what do I narrow it down so to? Many. I don't know. And I think it's kind of like we we did it a couple nights, um, but I think the 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 moments we so we mm-hmm. we were re- literally on the ocean. Uh, we had this one little mm-hmm. rock point that we could snapper fish off of. And, um, I don't know, there was just something about sitting out there, you know, we'd, you know, we'd get our little baits out there, we'd get our, you know, our squid and hook, everything. Um, and then you just sit there and kind of wait, you'd let the drags really loose. So if a fish bit, it would go and all that. Uh, you just sit there with no lights on and just, you know, shoot the breeze with the boys and look up and, and you were literally just no light pollution covered. I mean, that was a long exposure. So you could see a little bit of light pollution, but like. It was like you could see a lot of stars. Yes. Yeah, it's a good oh, one. Yeah. That's a good one. I, it was it was just it was bliss and it was just like I don't remember what we were talking about per se, but like just like yeah. that moment being there with the guys and just hanging out and you know being under the sky like that was really 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 cool. Um I think that's oh, that's yeah, a no moment. Doubt. That's a moment for sure. That's an awesome that's an awesome memory. It was super cool just like surf fishing right yeah, there I think right you in front of first snapper, yeah, I just Rich, there yeah yeah i met you got yeah. a first yeah, yeah 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 man 100 and that like little like that little like yeah. fish or something yeah that, that was, was a grunt that was super cool man oh god that was super cool a yeah so grunt, yeah good. yeah snappers were so <laughs> yeah. tasty they were so good Deli- like so delicious man like crazy good those grunts had a really like cool fresh pattern fish. too hey eh? remember the one with like the blue and the yeah. yellow and it was just mm-hmm. like you guys seen Lakers and how they have those like weird like contours on their head? Yeah, it mm-hmm. kind of looked like a very bright colored, you know, narrow lake trout with like the most yeah. insane what yellows and blues. Again, if the you colors, man, can it's see unreal. this on YouTube, like, look at that. Uh, Roman's sharing a picture of the blue and yellow grunt. It's just, you know, that's the Beautiful. thing about the ocean is just so foreign. It's just all these colors that you don't see. It's such a yeah. vibrant mm-hmm. palette. Actually, kind of looks like yeah. my surfboard yeah. behind here. Yeah, but um, yeah, kind of. There but, you go. Um, but yeah, uh, inspiration. I love it. The ocean's an amazing place. Mm-hmm. Today's episode is brought to you in part by the one and only Gills Fly Fishing International. Gills Fly Fishing International provides the destination angler with the best personalized trip planning and booking experiences possible. And they run FFI Magazine, an online fly fishing magazine with articles from your favorite fly fishing writers. The magazine is filled with tips, trips, and tightline stories to get you jacked for your next adventure out on the water. Visit flyfishinginternational.com to learn more. That's flyfishinginternational.com. Or head to ffimagazine.com to check out the magazine. That's ffimagazine.com. 
Today's show is brought to you in part by Chums. Yes, Chums, the makers of fantastic outdoor gear for guides, dirt bags, river rats, and weekend warriors. Chums has been crafting exceptional products since 1983, most notably including their eyewear retainers, which is how they got their start. Many of Chums' products are made in the USA, and they're all designed with adventure in mind. Head to chums.com to explore a wide range of products, including wallets, bags, phone dry cases, eyewear retainers in all kinds of wicked styles, and much, much more. Every time we hit the water, Chums is right there with us in the form of amazing on-the-water gear, and of course, keeping our sunglasses from sinking to the murky depths of the waters we fish. Head to chums.com to explore sweet stuff, chums.com. Well, that's that's the trip, fellas. That was that was awesome, and I mean, it was amazing to meet you guys, and, and hopefully, we can hit the water, uh, you know, up here sometime. But um, before we wrap up the show, totally, we do want to do Mitchie's Fishies Five, which is just those five kind of general questions I was talking about earlier. Um, so we'll go one by one here, and, and just like answer them casually. It's not like a buzzer beat or anything like that. Uh, but Dan, we'll start with you with this first one. What is your favorite fish and why? If you had to pick a favorite fish. I hate this question. I, <laughs> I genuinely pick? hate this question. This is why it's on Mitchie's Fishies. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Uh, yeah, it's the hard-hitting stuff. Some is. people have been doing fresh, like favorite freshwater fish and favorite saltwater fish. If that helps you come to helps, a dis- decision. I think I don't. So I've seen a, I've been a part of a lot of saltwater fishing experiences, but I've not done it personally myself. Yeah. Um, so I don't feel like I'm fully qualified to have like a, a saltwater classified like favorite fish. Um, fair, fair, but fair. I mean, personally me, I have built a great passion and, uh, pursuit around, uh, great lakes, rainbows, uh, yep. spielhead, if you want to call it that, um, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what, uh, but like, <laughs> I, I don't know for me, uh, great lake steelhead is, is a, is a big, big, big chase for me. And I, I think that's mm, like something that I've, I've really grown to enjoy, um, so yeah. I would say that's probably my favorite and it's local too. I mean, like I get to do Ooh. so much of it. So I'm, I'm very, very fortunate in that department. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's the pursuit and the unknowns, the variables that go into it that like you could be the perfect conditions and like still stroke it. And you're just like, well, okay, let's get back to her tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So the challenge of it, yep. right. It keeps you coming yep. back. Yeah. So I dig it, man. Great. Like stealing yep. it. Love it. Uh, Roman, yeah. if you had to pick a favorite fish. What would you pick? That is that is tough. Oh. I'm, I'd, I'd, have, I'd have to separate it to uh, on fly, and then there's just on on any other yep. you know fishing gear, I suppose. On yep. fly, mm. it, I'm it, I'm dig it. I, I love catching bonefish. It's it's one one of my favorites. So yeah, you know it, you, <laughs> yeah. I kind of yeah you, you get thought that might be yeah, your answer. You so, so you know, there's so many times that you. You you fail, so that that one success you get, it's such an achievement um, and a sense of because you get you, you get rejected, you just don't get a chance, you get a cast in, you got wound, you got all these elements that, that come into factor, right? And you got to see them. Um, so yeah, um, you know, for, for me, kind of on fly is that, and then if I have to uh, choose a fish, to, you know, to catch on, on any other method. Um, now that's this is tough because there's the salt and then there's the fresh water. Fresh water would have to be, you know, like a, a king salmon, right? So it's just and, and it's amazing that right. we even have them here in our in our backyard, uh, you know, in, in yeah. southern Ontario and you know, throughout the Great the Great Lake. So um 
So we're yeah. super blessed with that. And it's a healthy fishery, right? Um, so, yeah. um, and then, you know, I do enjoy uh, on, on the salt side, um, uh, 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 you know, the king mackerel. So, you know, whenever I'm down in the, okay. kind of the Gulf of Mexico oh. side, king mackerel is just as challenging fish to land on salt water. They, they're, wow. they're super strong fighters. Yeah. Oh, wow. And smart. So, oh man, cool. That's the first time we've ever heard yeah. King Mackerel, 100%. So, there you go. And they're good to eat. I love it. Beautiful. <laughs> tasty, tasty yeah. fish. Yeah. <laughs> That's always a nice, a nice bonus. Uh, okay, sweet. Let me go into number two here for Dan first. If you could fish anywhere in the world right now, assuming it's the best time of year to go there, where would you go and why? And you've oh, been to a lot of places. Any. Anywhere. Wow. Yeah, you've been to a lot of cool destinations. You've been oh. to Guyana, Belize, all over Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> if there weren't so many things that were trying to kill you in Guyana. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Um, ah, that's, that's Again, that's a tough one. Um, yeah. I mean, ah, that's a tough one. Sure. Roman, do you want to go first? It, it's easy. Yeah. It's easy for I feel me. like Roman's loaded. Roman knows Roman knows. Yeah. Roman knows where he's going. Roman, where, where would you go? I haven't fished on is South America. So that's on my to do list. So I've got to do South oh, America. Okay. I'd love to do the Amazon for for oh, whatever oh, Amazon is willing to throw at me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. So that's like that on is, the list then. That's like yeah, you're gonna yeah, make that sure. happen. For people that don't know Roman, wow. he's gonna yeah. make that happen. Every day there was like a new story. <laughs> yeah. and it was just like we were talking about Mai Tais one day. He's like, "Yeah, I remember." Or no, Singapore slings. And you're like, "Yeah, I remember when I went to yeah. Singapore to have a Singapore sling." I was like, "What?" Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Roman's an international it. man of mystery. <laughs> I can I can dig that. Amazon's yeah. a great answer. I feel I feel like maybe Dan is gonna say the Amazon. <laughs> uh, you know, so Amazon's probably a close second, but I got to experience yeah, the you... East Coast for Atlantic salmon okay. uh, mm. for the first time, yeah. and it was a very highly anticipated uh, experience in my my visual brain. Um, yeah. I had obviously done the West Coast for steelhead. I've done the Great Lakes for our migratory steelhead, um, yep. and then to experience and see the East Coast uh, for Atlantic salmon, I was just like. I was flabbergasted. I was overwhelmed, and I was just like, "I, I want more." Um, it's yeah, nice. it's a it's a very um, it's a very unique fishery. There's a lot of history behind there, just like most fisheries. Yeah. But um, I don't know. There's just this draw, and I think I I just I got I got teased in, um, and I, yeah. I think um, spay fishing for Atlantics is a huge draw for me, and then yeah. um, to experience a a bomber uh, like a bomber grab with a true like you know uh, a fully yeah. matured atlantic salmon would be like that would be, that, be that, that is that is like kind of like it's it's, red, it's resonating in my brain right now like heavily as of late and it's just like ah, gotta like i gotta see it gotta experience it you know so are we gonna go yeah. in october yeah. for sure i feel that I, we might be headed I'm, i don't I'm, know boom. Yeah, i think we're gonna go in june I'm going I want, in october. Yeah. are you actually going yeah oh my let's go God. Is Marguerite? Is that what you're thinking? Like Nova Scotia kind of thing? Cape Breton? Yeah, whereabouts? Where are you thinking? Oh, I've, I've been invited to the, the Miramichi, I think it is. 
Yes. No oh, sweet. Mm, sorry. We've got. Uh, oh, look at this international man of mystery. I told you guys. He's I, at it again. He's, and he's he's either been there or going around. there already. Yes, especially with a spade. So all that nice. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be awesome, man. I mean, yeah, the Miramichi, like, what yeah. a storied river. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Talk about history. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Okay, that's a great. I mean, that's 100. percent I can feel. I can feel those places. That's great. Oh, the Amazon and. And the, and, the East, and the East and the Coast, Mirror Machine, for, for or, or wherever in the oh. East Coast, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I love it. Marguerite, um, okay, I would like to go to the Marguerite. We got to go to the Marguerite. Yeah, have we you almost been did. to the Marguerite? Is there like a that draw happen. that you've seen it before, and now you want to go back? Well, I think the thing that's kind of cool. No, um, I've just always wanted to go to Cape Breton. Um, okay. yeah. I've, uh, you know, and landing in Halifax and seeing some friends that I haven't seen in a while. I've never been to Halifax, but just some friends moved there. Yep. And you can do stripers and salmon in the same trip. That sounds Which cool. would Pretty be sweet. really cool because I've never yep. caught a striper before. Oh my God. I have been, I've been fortunate enough to fish the Gaspé, the Bonaventure, and, and the Petit Cascopedia. And, you know, I, it's Bonaventure's. Atlantic heaven. Bonaventure's one of the nicest. Like, picture the, the water yeah. we were seeing. Yeah. Exact same color, but, but in, in a, in a boreal water. forest. It's yeah. like, it's yeah. a whole, it's a trip. It's, it's pretty, a pretty so you know i've been lucky yeah. enough to, to do that and actually land you know a couple salmon which is very fortunate and yeah if, if you can do it do it because i don't know how yeah. they're gonna be around forever <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a whole yeah. other podcast uh number mitchie's fishies number three <laughs> that's a whole that's a other podcast hole. but what's uh, wrong with the atlantic yeah. salmon <laughs> yeah stay, <laughs> stay tuned. tuned um Okay, yeah, number three, number three, uh, Roman, we'll start with you. What is one of your favorite or best fishing memories in general from from all of the years you've been spent spending mm. on the water fishing? That is really tough because I, I enjoy one of your faves. I have so, so many good memories, yeah. Yeah. So, so oh, tough. Yeah, so many. Very, very yeah. tough. Um, mm. I think or, or, you know, Dan, well, one of you... the, the kind of... The fondest memories I have is uh, fishing with my my cousin who we grew up. But by the way, he introduced me to fly fishing uh, in the uh, you know when we were younger, um, and this is back in South Africa. And it's really um, uh, it's on a, on a on a piece of river that uh, that 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 um, supports a, a lot of uh, yellowfish in South Africa. And the yellowfish is like a okay. kind of a, a carp on steroids. <laughs> it's it's yeah it, okay. they, um, yeah yeah it, there's two different types it's small mouth and there's large mouth so the small mouth is you know the, the mouth is uh, the downward facing and the large mouth yes. is more more forward facing right so it's more vertical either and then mm-hmm. the small mouth is a, a kind of a bottom eater um and we we often right. fly fish there and one of the techniques back back in the early 2000s right was uh is is, is to check nymph and um just, just the being out in nature there, and you know, you may have um, some wildlife on the bank, and um, you know, and you, uh, yeah. and you know, you're just going with the drift of the river. So you're just in tune, right? Just yeah. feeling the drift and making sure that drift is yeah. perfect, and um, hooking up on these, uh, these you know, pristine yellowfish. Um, yeah, it's just that, yeah. that to me, just being in the river, and it's kind of like. It's like, you know, that to me 
one of my fondest kind of fly fishing memories. Yeah. That would yeah. be your happy, your happy place. Yeah. That's all. That's, uh, it sounds beautiful, man. That's a good way to explain yellowfish to carp on like steroids. It is. I've seen pictures of them. That is kind of, what yeah. they, that is what they're like. Right. Uh, that's, that's cool. That's dope. Dan, what, what about you? What's one of your favorite, so, favorite fishing memories? Um, yes, I've, I've thought it thoroughly. <laughs> yeah. Um, it locked. I would definitely say one of my fondest, <laughs> uh, fishing memories is, is not so much, um, a memory that I like, I was just a part of it, but uh, a few years ago I had, yeah. um, I had an opportunity to just up and I was really fired up, you know, the pandemic had just started and I, I, I go up to the Sioux, um, every year I've done it for like, I think it was seven or eight years in a row. Um, I've done it yep. with a couple of friends, done it solo. Like I've just, it always been a draw for me in the springtime, uh, for a multitude yeah. of reasons, good people, good fishing, um, you know, just a beautiful yeah. environment. And, um, Mm -hmm. it was two years ago, the first year of the pandemic, I was like, I am, I can't not do it. I I've got to figure out a way to do it. And at the time I was just like, I was shooting by the hip and I was just like, I'm doing it. RV, let's (laughs) do an RV. We're, we're going with it. And I was like, I went, I rented the RV and then I was like, wait, I don't want to do this alone. This is a bad idea. And then I scrambled. I was like, oh my God, I, who should I take? Who should I take? And I'm like, yeah. I started asking a couple of buddies and it was a tough coordination for like the, on the fly fishing department of guys that could fish. So I was like, dad, do you want to come? Oh yeah. And yeah. he had just recently retired. It was, it was involuntary. He had some injuries, uh, pre-existing injuries yeah. that kind of pushed him out of his line of work. He was in a very physical job. So it was just unfortunate situation. Yeah. He'd been mm-hmm. sitting at home and, and, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen people go through retirement in the process of stepping away from full-time job. It's, it's very wearing and it's weird because like they, they go from this position of like, go, go, go to like nothing. And they're like, what do I do? Right. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know that it was going to be a special trip. I literally, I, I looked at my dad. I was like, I need you to cook. Can you cook for me? He's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a, I can cook, cook, but like, I'm kind of, a, I'm a, Back in those days, like I was like in the Nutella peanut butter sandwich kind of guy. Like I kept it simple. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I was I just like, I, I want, I want to survive the trip. <laughs> you know, my yeah. buddy Tyler, that's a guide up there. I was like, I, I don't want to let him down and croak on a, on a Nutella PB sandwich uh, diet. <laughs> yeah. So e- either way, he said yes. And nice. it, had, it was the furthest north he'd ever been on planet earth. Like he'd awesome. literally never been past like Muskoka's. Yeah. And, um, he got right. to see, um, you know, all the places that I love going to spend time on in the springtime. Yeah. He got to see the, the, the superiors North coast, which is like literally a miniature West coast Like the mountains are huge. Uh, we saw yeah. literally like probably 10 moose on the drive from Sault Ste. Marie <laughs> That's to awesome. Nipigon. It was like, it was mind boggling. And we had, we had pairs of yeah. moose. Um, we saw all sorts and it was just like, yeah. it was cool because he was like a kid in the candy shop and I just, it was, it was sentimental. He caught his first brook trout ever. And I was just like, wow. Oh my God, this is my dad. He's doing it. Like I didn't grow up in a very like outdoorsy fishy family. We did some stuff, but like, they yeah. weren't like, you know what I mean? Like not like super outdoor, yeah. Um, so to yeah. be able to take my passion and share that with the old man and see him, you know, succeed, catch a steelhead. We harvested it. We cooked it up. We cooked yeah. up, um, what are those things? Fiddleheads. 
we were mm. like we oh, were nice men job. of nature and like, <laughs> like we, we, i mean I it, outside of that we were like we were not men of nature we were like men of the city so it was like it was just really cool to connect yeah. with um you know the northern environment show them something special and i i will truly remember that moment um those moments because it was like it was 10 days of just seeing my dad and 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 experiencing that with my dad and and tyler um i'll I'll never forget that trip and i'm it was it was one of the most reckless trips i've ever done in my life outside of like just driving picking up and driving to ocean city for like two months um that i've ever done in in my life it was just like the perfect storm it couldn't have worked out better you know that's wicked man that's such a good memory that's a wicked memory that was a great I story. I love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love how both both of your favorite memories are, you know, revolve around family and spending time with yeah. with family fishing, right? Like, it's like, yeah, like that is that is really what it's all yes, about, sir. right? Like, just, just moments with peeps. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, the fourth, Roman, why do you fly fish? What do you get out of fly fishing? What does it do for you? What, what keeps you coming back? It puts me in touch with nature. It's really that simple. It's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You you feel more connected with nature. Yeah. Whether you're catching yeah. or not, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just you, I love it. Whether you know you're trying to imitate something that a fish would eat, you know, it's you, you're trying to connect with yeah. with, uh, with the with the understanding yeah, yeah. river, the, the way it flows, the way it eats, things like that. It's just you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Connects you or the flat. Mm-hmm. It allows you to just immerse, immerse yourself, right? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. immersing yourself too much in a certain flat, uh, but yeah. <laughs> I remember one. I remember, I remember one point in that yeah. flat, the the peanut butter flat was like. <laughs> I had like I was up to like my like one leg was like ankle deep, but the other leg was like yeah. almost up to like yeah. my crotch. Yeah. <laughs> there was like, no I'm just, I'm trying between to, thighs. It was just sand. I was just like no. trying to like yeah. use one leg to lift myself out of the out of the sand. I was like, okay, yeah. we gotta go home. <laughs> Where's my freezy? <laughs> get, me, get this man a freezy. Somebody get me a freezy. Dan, Fuck. Dan, how about you? Why why do you fly fish? What do you get out of fly fishing? I know we're running tight on time, and I'm going to try to keep this as short and simple. No, no, you're taking as much time as you want. I've always been very quiet. Um, I've always been very quiet about the initial uh, onset of why I got into fishing, like heavy duty. Like I had had been introduced to fishing um, in younger years, actually through my dad. He kind of teased me into the trout scene. Um, And then um, it it was grade 10. It was grade 10? Yeah. It was grade 10. Um, a good friend of, of many of my, my, my schoolmates and, and hockey teammates, um, he, he had, uh, taken his life and it was like, mm. uh, I had never really experienced, uh, you know, someone losing, you know, a, a loss and whether it was family, yeah. um, friends, it was a very intense moment and I had no clue how to, uh, deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mm-hmm. I didn't do I didn't do drugs. I didn't like I didn't smoke weed. I didn't drink alcohol. I was very very quiet individual growing you know going through school yeah. and um, I just I I don't fishing was like boom I'm there and like I remember you know after it happened I was just I spent probably like a month I didn't go to school and I just mm-hmm. I fished a lot and I this was when I was just just like kind of learning like how to you know fish for steelhead in the rivers and. Mm-hmm. Um, right. 
I just, I spent a hell of a lot of time and then I, I found a fly rod. I started doing that a little bit and, or I think mm-hmm. I had already had a fly rod doing things with it, but I just, I got, I got really into it and, I, and it was, it was not, I wasn't a numbers guy. I didn't go out and try to like, I wasn't trying to figure out how to catch all of them. I was just like out there to kind of like try to forget, yeah. I guess. And like, try to like, mm-hmm. you know, figure out why. And there was like so many different like angles in which my brain was trying to look at the situation. Um, but I just mm-hmm. kept going back. I kept going back, kept going back. Cause it was the only place that I felt comfortable. Um, and I could mm-hmm. like, kind of just like, you know, I could sit down and just have a moment or whatever. Right. Like it's just, no one was there. I didn't have to worry about it. You know, I'm shy, whatever. I don't know what you call it. Um, and it just kind of, it took off from there. And, you know, it is from, from that day, I still, um, it's a, it's a great way to remember him because, you know, aside from it being a very unfortunate situation, I, I still remember the, the character that he was. I remember how positive he was. I remember, you know, years of him being that one guy on the hockey team and just being like, like he was the one that like, you'd have a shitty day and you could see, you could see it. And he would just like come up to you and like, you know, pick your chin up and just like, get back to it man like it's you know brush it off and uh and it was like it was across the board it wasn't just with hockey it was in school he you know he was it was an entrepreneur he was just this bright star in the sky like brightest star i've Mm. you know that guy and um you know it was just a very unfortunate circumstance and you know i'm sure you know maybe hopefully a couple people that i went to school with will see this and it'll, it'll remind them but uh it was mm-hmm. that, that was I think that was one of the biggest reasons why I, I, I got into it and stuck with it. And I think that's, you know, that, that really mm-hmm. helped me, uh, you know, stick with the space. And it, it was always just a pleasure thing. And obviously things have progressed as as I, you know, I graduated high school and started taking video more seriously. Right. Things have started to, you know, morph into job opportunities and, you know, occupations that, you know, keep me busy. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, man, that, that, I would say that's definitely the, uh, the, the spark to the flame. For sure. Reprieve of yeah. freedom, you know, like you found sort of like a freedom in it. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. man. That's amazing. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think fly fishing is like such a perfect thing for that, you know, to to escape and just like, it's just you get to, you get to just kind of check out and just like, you know, like you don't have all the disruption around. And to your point, Roman, your nature, mm-hmm. all that stuff is so healing, right? Definitely. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Uh, okay. Number five. I mean, this is the last one of the Mitchie's Fishies five. And, uh, I don't know who wants to go first, but if you were a fly pattern, what would you be? What fly oh. pattern represents you oh. as a person? I, I know this. I know this one so <laughs> well. Why? I know this one so well, Roman. Yeah. I'm just going to take the cheese Easter. right here. I'm going hey. for it. Everybody Let's watch out. It, I'm coming in hot. <laughs> Dan knows what's up. Okay, what this are you? Is, what are, what are you doing? Why would you be? This is gonna throw me under the bus because, like, this is literally my <laughs> hottest pattern. And like, anyone that you know follows me is like, oh, let's figure out what Dan's secrets are. You're gonna find it out right now. It is. Whoa! Oh shit! Don't fly exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> literally, if I could be a fly pattern, and it's funny because I kind of look at it, but like, I, I look like it, but I need a green shirt. <laughs> yeah. And an orange hat. Okay, okay. I'm a green woolly bugger <laughs> with a rabbit strip yeah. tail. That's it. With a rabbit with, strip with a rabbit, tail. It's a trick, man. It's the trick. And an orange it's bead a, head? Orange thread. Oh. Maybe a bead head too, if orange you really want to spice thread. it up. 
but you know, you go let okay. you got, that's a spicy you hit it with the lead underbite to give it that oomph to get, like get her down mm-hmm. into the business. Yes. And then yeah. uh, you just yeah. hit her with the orange thread and you know, call her in uh, you know, a head sucking leech. Why would this why would this be your fly? Why how does I, this represent? What, I mean, what's the deal? It's probably it's, it's a fishy probably fly on my fly rod, like seventy percent of the time. <laughs> honestly it's just it's a very special fly because like it, it it it's so stupid because like you know you it's not stupid you go out to a you know a fly shop and you buy your first fly rod or you, yeah. and you, you know you ask the guys what's put together a fly box for me what's gonna be yeah. in there and i'm like oh you're fishing for trout or bass or whatever he's gonna put you know yeah. like All four woolly boogers right <laughs> He's yes. going to put a prince nymph yes. in there. He's going to put a hare's ear. He's going to put like yeah. a, a goddamn Dave McFaley special or something. Like he's going to put yeah. those four or five flies in there. And like the woolly mm-hmm. bugger for me is Staples. always like specifically it's like I, I'll just anywhere I go. <laughs> Unless it's saltwater. Yeah. Shit, I've probably been guilty of fishing a saltwater woolly bugger at one point. <laughs> Gotta stick a bonefish <laughs> on a woolly bugger, man. That'd right? be sick. But um I love that. It's just it's it's a fly that yeah. it, people think it's like an overdone statement, but like I mean, you go anywhere in the world where there's trout or bass or anything warm or cold water species, a woolly bugger might more than likely will love work. <laughs> so, so a green rabbit tail, green rabbit strip tail. You know, it's same green length as uh, your okay. marabou, but just mm-hmm. it's a rabbit yep. strip. I've always found rabbit strip to move just a little bit more zesty. A little than, bit. Than, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's little, got that moss. Zesty Dorito. Attitude, you know? <laughs> I like that. I like that. Zesty. Yeah, so. man. Zesty, zesty, I like I that. I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard a fly being described as zesty. <laughs> that's that's great, man. I, I, I like that because, uh, you know, we've heard woolly bugger before, but not that woolly bugger. Not yeah. green, not orange head, mm-hmm. not all of that. So that's, that's I, I, I feel that. I, can, I dig that. <laughs> Roman, uh, how about you? Like, if you were a fly pattern, what would you be? What represents you best? Right here, Clouser. Oh, he's. Oh my God, he's got it locked and loaded. Oh, he's Clouser. Yes, Clouser. The woolly. The Roman Clouser. A Roman Clouser. Explain, explain, explain this fly and, and why. It just imitates. Can imitate everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So specifically that color, green. like that kind of yeah, uh, you know chartreuse. Yeah. And yeah. white, white or red. Chartreuse white. Mix up the white or red combos you want, and um, yeah, yep. it's 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 universal. Yeah. It's such it a great is. fly. I love it. I actually think that is a very tied small. One. It could be yeah. a shrimp. Tied I mean, big. It's a bait it, fish. It's yeah. like you know it can do anything. So yeah, it's universal and uh, interesting story. Yeah, uh, that your fly Dan with the with yes. the um, the rabbit tail, of course, I started mm-hmm. tying that up to catch bass on on the Grand River, and it's actually the first fish I caught yeah. when I came to Canada in two thousand six to visit some family here. I was still living in South Africa, and I bought mm-hmm. um, one of these uh, Canadian tire. I didn't have my rods or anything with me, and I bought a Canadian tire fly fishing <laughs> kit and you know those. Those flies, box <laughs> yeah. of ten flies that you get with that, or six flies. Oh, I can't remember. They're they're, di- they're diabolical. Yeah, yeah. They're terrible. Like they don't <laughs> yeah. even know how they but, exist. But la- the, the bumblebee, bumblebee yeah. fly. Yeah. Did, did I tell you? A story? It's an old. <laughs> it's the staple. Did I tell you the bumblebee yeah. story? No, no, no. Oh, okay, all right. So, <laughs> no, no. Uh, this is two thousand six, and um, 
uh, I was trying to catch bass uh, or trying to catch anything on the Grand River because my, my family was out there. They just moved up um, out there just uh, uh, north of Paris. And um, mm, nice. and pretty much I, I landed up tying one of those rabbit tail things and just killed the bass. And, just, and I've caught bass almost every summer oh, yeah. from there onwards on, on that particular pattern, on Dan's favorite fly. But anyway, I took that yeah. pack of Canadian tire flies back with me. I, don't, I think I left the rod here, but I took the, the pack of flies back with me to South Africa. Yeah. And I was out on a, uh, a weekend uh, uh, fly fishing trip with some friends uh, to this uh, you know, prestigious trout yeah. farm. Now, in South Africa, the, the, the trout, don't, okay. there's not a lot of natural run trout in the rivers there. They have a lot of um, kind of dams for trout where they, you know, and you can fly fish. And that's very popular. Right. And we was over. We were staying on the cottage that overlooked one of the the, the dams. Um, and the whole weekend long, we saw this massive golden trout that was in in this dam by us, swimming swimming past us underneath. Oh, wow. You could uh, see it swimming underneath our deck and swim. And we, we we threw everything at it, every fly you can think of. Oh, I love where the story's going. <laughs> Literally, that I love where I this is that, going. <laughs> I would be fully about to leave. I, I looked at my fly box and I was like, oh, let me try this bumblebee fly. But out of the Canadian no. tire packet. Right? The bumblebee. Just, I knew it was going there, we're but all in denial. Still. We're all in denial. Casted it out from the box. I just sat on the box and I let the bumblebee sit on the surface. <laughs> um, and I think it was yeah. about five minutes later, a fish takes it. And I'm like, oh, okay, no ways. Anyway, so I start reading this fish in and... And next thing I see, it's the golden trout that we've all been trying to, that's been, you know, taunting us the whole weekend, <laughs> not refusing everything. Yeah. And he's on this bumblebee pattern. And I can just remember yeah. the guys going, are you fucking kidding me? You, you throw this. Yeah. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like a, a bee. <laughs> From Canadian time. Yeah. So. I love that, man. That was hilarious. Yeah. That is amazing. So. I wouldn't, I wouldn't oh my god, that's so good to hear a bumble, Canadian tire bumblebee, man. <laughs> okay. Bumblebee fly for the bumblebee yeah. fish. Yeah, well, I, love I guess that. you've heard it here first, that. folks. <laughs> Boom. The bumblebee catch. I think we're going to be hearing more about the bumblebee fly in the coming uh, months, man. I, I, it's it's bubbling up. It's bumbling up. Hype it, hype it like way that. up. This is everyone. We're going to hype it, man. Best fly the next squirm. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Feel squirmy. The squirmy's coming back. In B form. I love form. it, man. I love it. Well, you guys, I mean, you guys pick two of the fishiest flies I think uh, you could possibly pick, which makes tons of sense because you're two of the fishiest people we've ever met. Uh, you guys uh, you guys nail them. You know what you're doing on the water. And, and uh, it was a pleasure to like fish it. with y'all. Um, pleasure to hang out and thanks for coming on the show guys i mean that was a that was a fun trip we should definitely yep. we should definitely hit the water again yes. up here you know i mean we've got all the fishing is all in front of yep. us right now so Absolutely. yeah that's exciting uh, we're stoked it. to get out a couple uh 10 days away from opener mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hell yeah and actually yeah before we go uh if you're listening to the show it's friday and tomorrow is the trout opener social in toronto we're putting on at 875 bloor street Dan's west gonna be there 7 p.m yeah, man. Roman, Everybody Roman. driving Roman, down. Roman, you're driving from Hamilton? Roman, come on down, baby. <laughs> on I know you're in Hamilton, but... Uh, Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Saturday night. Anything, but yeah. If yeah. I can finish up earlier. Oh. 
Oh, hell yeah. Bring the bring fam, the man. Everybody come on <laughs> down. It's all ages. We're, uh, <laughs> we're raising money for the Credit River, and we're going to just have a good old time welcoming the trout opener here in southern Ontario. So uh, come on out tomorrow and, and have some cocktails Heck with yeah. us. Um, and win some prizes. Tie some squirmies and everything else. Um, but yeah, guys, Dan, thank you so much for thank coming on. Guys. Roman, thank you so much for yeah, coming thanks, on. Yeah, thanks, guys. Pleasure. Sure. We're going to put this in the show notes, but, you know, Roman, Dan, this is the yeah. uh, shameless plug time. Like, Roman, uh, you know, you, you chart, charter captain, you've got content. Where can people find you? You know, Dan, you've got great content. Where can people find your stuff? Roman, go. Shameless plug. We're cool. Well, um, you can check me out on probably Instagram is uh, the best. And uh, uh, fishfanatic underscore fish is on ca. Um, that's probably the best place to reach out uh, uh, to me. Um, uh, also, the website fishison.ca. Uh, yeah, pretty much on social and on Facebook as well. You can look look me up, uh, Roman Horak, on Facebook and reach out to me there. Um, I'm always happy to to meet new people, answer questions, and share information if I have it. Yeah. Nice and. Roman, so, people can shop for things on fisheson.ca, like gear, right? Gear, yeah, tackles, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, um, that's been a, a little bit of a passion project of mine. And uh, I started that to to kind of help uh, some of the uh, local tackle stores. And this was uh, this was all before the, the, the oh, pandemic. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and I took trying to get, you know, convince them to go online and, and get, get their stuff. So I created a bit of a marketplace for them. Um and it's it, it's oh, kind yeah. of helped. It's been good, but it's kind of been also in a sense it kind of hasn't really worked out. Uh, where you know a lot of them started now. They've you know with the pandemic they really realized that they needed to be online, um, especially when they weren't able to physically open the doors, yeah. right? So um, I think it, it helped them uh, yeah, yeah. You know, to do that transition over into their own stores. Um, so I'm looking to kind of you know transition oh, yeah. fishers on as well, and uh, it's good. But probably become more of a specialty place um, as well as uh, you know, the kind of the chartering I'm doing now going forward. So, yeah, wicked. Thank you. Great. Check out the show notes because we'll put links to all that stuff. And Dan, where can people find find your content? Where can they where can they follow <laughs> you? Follow you along? Where can they hire you to to come and shoot whale, stuff for them? Whale. Go fishing with them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would definitely start off with, um, if you guys want to see more cool fishy content, including the SoFly Boys and Roman now, um, you can check me out on YouTube, uh, Dan the Fisher. Um, and then as well, I've got an Instagram page, Fly Inspired. And as well, if you are a TikToker, got a TikTok, got one of them, <laughs> um, TikTok's oh, yeah. also also fly inspired and um and then my production company website is danfavato.com so www.danfavato.com that's an f not a what would they mix an f up with s it's not an s it's an f (laughs) an s um but yeah that's that's pretty much where you'll find the bulk of my content i'm actually doing some work with uh the soulfly boys right now uh mitch and aldo these guys have been super super helpful with um giving me some guidance on um, the next moves that I, I should be making with uh, my content and and um, just taking it to the next level. So very grateful of that, guys. Um, and, and there might be some oh, rebranding on, and renaming in, in the near Ooh. future. But uh, for the 
Exciting yeah, times. for that, people. <laughs> very exciting times. These guys have been uh, a, a real treat to be a, a part of uh, with the Bahamas trip and to meet them and learn about their stories. Um, oh, so, yeah. come on now, baby. Thank you. <laughs> Feeling very oh, grateful. Thanks, I don't know. Thanks, it's, just been, it's been a whirlwind yeah, of a year. No, for sure. Same. It's, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but definitely uh, that, that those are my feeds. And um, yeah, thank you Wicked. very much for, uh, for having us on the show, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, man. Won't be the last time, I'm sure. And um, yeah, check the show notes for all those links. And thanks, Bye. guys. <laughs> you can find all of our content at SoFly.ca. Reach out via email by sending your questions or comments to info at SoFly.ca. Find us on Instagram at the SoFly Crew. Thanks for listening.